4: Yeah, buddy, it's hour four of the Back Nation on 105.3 The Fan. LA Live's coming up at 5.40. The expressway begins in about 20 minutes. Uh, and we're going to talk some Rangers coming up at 6 o'clock. We'll go around the bases. We got updates on pitchers and who's next going to the Hall of Fame and all that. We'll talk some Rangers and baseball with you coming up at 6. Here's Chief with your football's finest.
5: Okay, uh, plenty to get to here. There were multiple plays that jump out over the football weekend, um, or really just over the course of, of yesterday's action and uh i'm trying to figure out what should have been sports center's number 1 top 10 play uh and you have a couple of options here brandon ayuk the the big grab he had Unreal. that bounces off the face of the defender should have been intercepted worst case it should have just been an incompletion but of course it was a giant giant gain and uh a momentum builder, if you will, for San Francisco. So that play right there, huge play, crazy play. Is it Lamar Jackson throwing the ball and then uh, catching the deflection himself and then running? 13-yard gain. 13-yard gain, and it was like a shoestring tackle situation that it felt like, gosh, Mm. if it wasn't for that guy clipping his heels there, he probably catches his own pass and then sprints down the field like 50-plus yards and scores a touchdown. It was a great save by whoever that defender was that tackled him, but that was also just a great play. Uh, and then, or is it the Legereus uh, Sneed forcing of the fumble on Zay Flowers? I will throw that into the mix, even though SportsCenter did not.
4: I
3: think that, that was I, a hell of a play.
4: Power rank the plays? Those three? Those three. What about Lamar's catch to
5: himself? That's a really good one. We should describe that and talk about it for a second. I'm going to go with Ayuk's <laughs> crazy just catch. We talked about it. Are you joking? No. Okay. Uh, that's on That's on the docket. You can I, choose I'd that I'd probably
3: play. go two with that. I, I think Ayuk number one. Ayuk number one?
4: Yeah, it was just bananas to bounce off the dude's helmet back to him. And he's got the presence of mind to make the snag and get up. And I didn't know if he was touched. It was unbelievable. The the control,
3: midair, following it up. I mean, it it was pretty damn amazing. Okay, so that was the,
4: you know, it was just unbelievable. I think Legereus Sneeds is the most skillful. Yeah. You know, to be able to close like that. And these guys, they're coming in full speed diving and being able to precisely put their hand on a football that a dude has tucked. It's just crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. You know, I'm gonna Magical,
6: what some of these guys are capable of. I'm going to go with Dan Campbell's headsets going out in the fourth quarter okay. and having no communication <laughs> with anybody that was wearing Lions coaching gear, whether upstairs, downstairs, and just going completely off the rails. No. Uh, brought it, us
5: in his Honolulu blue hoodie today. I got
6: my Honolulu blue on. I, I appreciate the Lions. I really, really do. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Sneets play. Uh, that's a game saver right there. Uh, that was the absolute game saver. And it you, was. And and you look at Flowers and you talk about, I mean, he's trying to, and this is one of those things. This is the dangers of ball carriers extending at the goal line. Yeah. Extending. That's a great point. How many times have we seen ball carriers extend and now the balls knocked loose? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's happened a couple different times and that right there. I mean, you got to give Flowers credit. He was trying to score. I mean, he was trying sure. to he was trying to get to the end zone.
5: It's hard to be upset at him on that one. It's just a great Sneed, play Sneed, by the defense.
6: Sneed covered some ground to get there to make that play. That, that was a highlight for me.
5: It was really cool, too, because on that drive, the only reason why the Ravens are even down there is because Zay Flowers had a huge gain right. on LeJarrius Sneed. Right. And Zay Flowers taunted him, got on his face a little bit, yeah. and then he gets the flag for it, so they, they bump him back 15 yards. Zay Flowers, from the way I remember it, ends up just getting all the yards back for the Ravens. He's about to score but Snead steps in pokes the ball out and he gets the last laugh and it it felt like it was just a bad day across the board for taunting in general because you had that play go down uh you had CJ Gardner Johnson of the Lions like waving goodbye in the second quarter (laughs) thinking they got this thing already handled they have Uh Eminem big Detroit fan doing the first half middle birds to the Niners fans and then uh, I mean, you really can't that, blame them.
4: They, they've never been in this situation. You know, you're up two touchdowns in the second quarter. They probably point. thought it was over. It's a good point. Uh, well, we will, uh, we will get to
5: some sound here from Brandon Ayuk because the play that he made after the game, he's with Aaron Andrews. Listen to him uh, describe that catch, that crazy catch off the Lions defender's face.
0: Tell us all about that catch. Before the game, a ladybug landed on my shoe. Come on. hey y'all know what that means. So that's all I can say because other than that, I don't know. I don't know. Just great luck. God was with us today. Great win. Bang, bang, on her game. It's crazy. We better take that ladybug to the Super Bowl because you're going to be going there to see the Kansas City Chiefs.
5: I don't know. I, I don't know. He says, you, you, and you guys know what that means. I'm not familiar with the ladybug in the shoe.
6: Ladybug lands on you. It's supposed to be good luck.
5: Just across the board, across the yeah. board. But at any point Lady you find a luck.
6: ladybug, ladybug appearance on your on you landing on you is mm-hmm. good luck. Louisiana guy? Uh, no, just in general. Ladybugs yeah. are just oh, known as just known to, as yeah, good always luck. heard that growing up as well. Yeah, known as good luck. Yeah,
5: there was no one I was familiar with, uh, but I appreciate him letting me know on that, and that makes a ton of sense because uh, that was as one of you know about as lucky of a play as you could ever really imagine. Uh, but I ask you the Sports Center question because. Brandon Ayuk woke up this morning, and as a, an, an NFC champion, he was watching SportsCenter from his bed, and he was complaining because he saw his play, his catch was number two. Oh, dang it. And they actually had Lamar's mm. pass and catch to himself uh, as the number one play. So he was he was mother bleeping SportsCenter this morning, was Brandon Ayuk from his bed. You'd think you'd wake up in joy, but he woke up. He saw it was number two, and he's like, "What are we doing here?" Lamar Jackson got number one on Sports Center.
4: Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem
5: right to me, but I don't know. I mean, it's I actually like that Brandon Ayuk made it a thing, though, because I feel like the the love and the respect for being the top play, Sports Center's top ten play like i feel like there's some shine off of that like we don't we don't discuss it anymore are kids still missing the school bus because sorry mom i had to see what the top 10 plays from last night were i don't know i've missed the school bus because of that i don't know if oh, kids yeah. are still missing the school bus because of the sports center
4: top 10 no i don't think so i think they probably uh, just google it on their way to school on the bus. Right. right. That's probably they bring true. up their TV app on the YouTube bus maybe. YouTube later. Yeah. The kids it watch TV on the bus. I think I'd want them to. Actually, now that I think about it. If you're the ask. bus driver. Yeah. Yeah. You're like yeah, just any, put headphones yeah. on and watch YouTube. Don't, don't anything. sing. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Don't want to see you. Uh, but okay.
5: Well,
3: there I mean, it back is. Back in the
4: day, we would raise hell on the bus. You know, it would take a, a damn near a dictator behind that wheel to keep us in line. Were you guys like like just, uh, were you messing with the bus driver or each other? Mostly just each other. Yeah. It would take an awful week, of bus driver, for us to go. No, we would never go after them. That might be punishment. Yeah, you know, mostly just uh, just being loud, throwing things, making fun of people, take do you know putting the windows down. They always wanted them up. Oh, okay. yeah. flipping off cars. Yeah, fighting each other, uh, paper fights. Did you ever go full Peyton Manning? No, no, no.
5: Because he did the uh, <laughs> well,
4: not that of Peyton Manning.
5: He had he had another thing where he just from the bus he just mooned a bunch
4: oh, of people. He did do some mooning. He no, w- that was more my brother's bit. Uh but that that was w- that was later on in school.
5: So you were yeah, already self-conscious that. about your wood hauler's ass <laughs> at
3: any <young> age. <laughs> I don't want anyone to see this.
4: I don't know why I didn't do that. I, I had no awareness <laughs> that I had wood hauler's ass back then. <laughs> you just yeah. had the awareness that you shouldn't be
5: showing your butt cheeks <laughs> to random people on the school bus. Yes, I did. Well, that's an awareness that uh, you know, anybody should be striving for. Now the third quarter, we got to get to the third quarter yes. of this of this San Francisco game, sad uh, because what happened to Detroit in that third quarter? I'm trying to figure. I can't remember just a more meltdown ish quarter for anybody, especially when you consider the stakes here. Like the stakes were insane, and it starts with Josh Reynolds dropping uh, his first fourth down opportunity of the game. It's like seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Here's a fourth and two, and here's Josh Reynolds dropping the football. Okay. Then it's like two plays later, the IUK play happens. So you go from botching the fourth down to within the blink of an eye, now they are down at their own end, ready to score a touchdown on the craziest, luckiest play anyone's ever seen. Okay, now they score that touchdown. Detroit gets the ball, and on the very first play, they hand it off to their stud first-round pick running back, Jameer Gibbs, and he just fumbles the ball. He just drops it right there, and immediately San Francisco picks up the football, and they're basically in their own red zone. Like, that is... That is like less than 10 plays. You're dropping a fourth down. They're throwing a bomb ski that should have never happened, uh, but it did. They score a touchdown, and now you're fumbling, and it's their football. And I I think we're talking about two minutes of actual gameplay. You go from seven minutes on the clock to five. You're standing there on the sideline going, what has just happened to us?
4: Yeah. I was trying to make dinner at that time.
3: I'm like, okay, I'm back on the couch now. (laughs) Yeah, I (laughs) I game. (laughs) Wait a second. This thing is... Not over
5: here. Here we are. The Niners. This is this is going to happen. Uh, This is going to happen here. And so, of course, uh, you have another Josh Reynolds after San Francisco scores. You have another third and 10 unspeakable drop from Josh Reynolds uh, that hits him right in the breadbasket. Inexcusable drop. And now you have to punt. Okay, you punt Jack Fox, the punter. He boots it 80 yards. Yeah, it lands inside the five. It's got perfect backspin, but for whatever reason, the schmoes onto the on the coverage team for Detroit can't figure it out at the goal line. Boom! It's a touchback instead of having them pinned at their one yard line.
4: I it's mean, huge when teams screw that up. Yeah,
5: and this is all like this is now you're talking about two minutes left in the third quarter. You're twenty seven. You're twenty four to seven with seven minutes to go, and all that has now happened, and and now with two minutes to go in the third quarter, instead of them being at their own one yard line, they're there with some room to breathe at the at the twenty.
7: I mean, I that, mean full that's on
5: choke job. Holy smokes, dude! That yeah. is that bad is luck. as bad as it gets. Yeah, t- bad luck for sure. And then I think a lot of it is just these players, like Jameer Gibbs fumbling the football. Yeah. Uh, Josh Reynolds yeah. dropping, dropping the, the football. No, two yeah. two should have been catches. One of them, no-brainer. The other one, I guess you could say, was a little bit tough. You had to go low on fourth down. But the third and ten breadbasket, what are we doing, man? There's well, a lot in of the players. the end zone
3: for the touchback on the coverage unit.
5: Yeah, the coverage unit on the punt team. Like, that was a, that was a five minutes. It's not even the whole third quarter. It's five minutes of gameplay that completely ruins the game for you and if you could just stop and pause time and just get everybody settled and say guys what is happening here but everything's moving so fast and all of a sudden championship opportunity slips through your your I mean, you Campbell could say pressure
4: eats you up but it's also just bad luck you yeah. know like how did how did those things happen anybody that's played poker uh for any period of time knows it doesn't take any bad play to get absolutely destroyed for like 2 hours straight with some unbelievable Mathematical uh, near certainties going against you. You know, it's just it's, it's just crazy how these how these things compile. But I do believe there's also something to the the loser mindset of the town. You know, those those fans. Oh, it'll never be our year. They they speak these kind of things into existence in yeah. loser towns like this around loser franchises. Yeah, it just
5: sort of rubs off on you a little bit. I think so. Well, do you guys remember the play where Mahomes looked like he was going to get hurt? Like he gets rolled. Yes. He jumped
4: up. Yeah. Unbelievable that he wasn't sacked on that. Yeah. It was crazy that
5: he wasn't sacked on that. Or hurt. In fact, I have a sack stat for you. This is my sack stat of the day. The Eagles last year led the NFL with 70 sacks. Remember that. The pass rush for the Eagles was ridiculous. They had zero sacks on Mahomes in the Super Bowl. The Ravens this year led the NFL with 31 takeaways this season, and they had zero versus Pat Mahomes yesterday. Uh, so when he goes up against you, can be doing something great. You're the best in the league at it. Mahomes will avoid the error that is involved. Uh, but yes, he gets rolled up on. it. It's a low hit. I'm, I'm kind of surprised there wasn't any sort of uh, flag involved. Um, well, it was from the, what actually, I remember.
6: Actually, the drive got extended because of a personal foul penalty. Well, the, 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 the Ravens they, had a bunch of them yeah, yesterday. They, they, they were trying. They, they, they wanted to roughing to feel the that. yeah. Sean Sean Smith, the official there, called roughing the passer. Yeah, and so they got to extend a drive. The Ravens were off the field, and then they got a personal foul and uh, for that. And then and then that series, the next series, well, as the series is going, that's where he, they went low on him. And, okay. And they, it was crazy they, how he got
3: rid of that football. Yeah, though.
6: they bent him. He's lucky he didn't tear his knee. I know. Yeah. I'm watching he that got, going. He gets tackled with his – they grab his legs, and he gets twisted in the air. And he does like this weird back bend, in yeah, yeah, his yeah. knee yeah. and his feet are being grabbed. Well, and it I mean, feels like
4: something should have ripped or torn or whatever. Well okay so he takes the weight off both legs and puts his hand in the ground and his knees are on a body. It's like yeah. it's like it's, crazy. Crazy. it's 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 like elite body awareness to avoid the injury.
5: You're right. Yeah. You're you're 100% right about that because he's intentionally doing some of this and I guess Bobby Stroop is his trainer. And so he immediately pumped out a video of just, like, 20 seconds of a compilation of, like, showing little exercises that they work on that involve him in back bend weird, no weird yes, contorted scenarios. Trios. He does
3: this one day a week with, with that trainer. They showed it on that Netflix quarterback show. That's awesome. So he is preparing for his body to be in these awkward, uncomfortable Whoa. positions, and he's naturally, I think, double-jointed as well. That's part of the reason why he's able to come back from these horrific-looking ankle injuries so quickly.
5: Oh, they pop in did
6: and play. You, did you see, though, what he did? What they, he felt? The guy going low, or was going low, and he jumped up in the air. Yes, he, and then he, that's
5: where he puts his hand down, yeah, and then he kind of spins.
6: He, they're showing it that's right a now. Infielder. They're showing it right now. When you know it's intentional, you yeah. see
5: it. But in real time, it was like, oh my gosh, he he just yeah. he's hurt. That's well, an ankle a knee yeah. or well,
6: two if he, knees. If he keeps his feet planted, if he keeps his feet planted, it's probably going to be a knee or an ankle injury. Mm. But yeah. by jumping up in the air, quarterbacks are taught it. A lot of times, if you get in the pocket and you feel you're getting wrapped up, try and jump try and go up and get your feet off the ground. So they don't get stuck. So they'll and get stuck weird. and you get turned and all that. Yeah.
5: Just crazy. Adds to the greatness that he is. He's putting the work. He thinks of everything. Uh, the The football IQ, knowing who, what, where, when in the, in the craziest moments, but then in, in that right there to be able to overcome. I think most quarterbacks right yep. there are actually injured and out for the game. Joe Burrow
4: needs to call that Bobby dude that you mentioned. He does. That mm-hmm. does the jumping or the the weird line Amen. coaching. It's time now for the Expressway. We got you commercial free to the top when we are turn right here and we'll take a look at the top sports stories that are developing here in the g back nation t-mobile
2: has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today
3: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable
1: available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees
0: may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47
7: new voicemails. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
4: Yeah, buddy. Welcome back. It is the G Bag Nation time to hit the expressway, which is brought to you by the on-time experts. LA Live's coming up in 15 minutes, and you know... Every night at this time, we go commercial-free to the top, so let's jump into it. We'll take a look at the top sports stories that have been developing throughout your broadcast day and uh, the top things going on with the Cowboys right now and the local uh, sports teams. Kellen Moore of the Eagles, does that worry you guys? Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator in Philadelphia. Is he going to get Jalen Hurts uh, You know, making that uh, sweet offense happen like they did in 2022?
3: Doesn't worry me. I mean, when they got to play him this year, that Chargers offense didn't really do anything effective against the Cowboys much. I believe that was a 20-17 to 17 victory. They didn't score more than 17 points against you. So, uh, hey, I mean, he's not a guy that I think's really shown that he's going to dial up creative running plays, and that'd be the only thing that, nerves, that, that would make me nervous, is if he's able to get that Philadelphia Eagles running scheme going with Jalen Hurts like they had two years ago. Uh, otherwise, I think... I think Kellen Moore is, is maybe a, a slightly above-average offensive coordinator. Bratis, he's
5: good, not great. Do you feel like Kellen Moore, do you think he's already discarded all of his, his Cowboys gear or is now the time where he officially, like I, you can't even have that in your closet there in <laughs> He
6: right? Said,
4: yeah, he sent that back home with mom and dad.
6: No, no, the yeah. only thing when you get let go, the only thing you keep is your rain suit. Ooh, That's the, the only suit. thing. Everything else in your locker, you just leave. But man, having a really good rain suit to put in your golf bag or to fish in or to like go to your kids' games when you're standing out there, you know, yeah. got to have a good rain suit. So that's the only thing. Everything else goes, you know. I, I remember trash bags full of stuff. And now, like,
5: and you just leave it there? You, you just leave it for somebody you li- you else? You don't it, take you it to the Goodwill down no, the street? No, you,
6: you leave it in your locker. But I, I remember walking out of places, I've got my rain suit from every place I've ever been. Just because it's, you, you just got to have one. That's some awful nice gear, though.
4: Yeah, Keep it's sakes, all. Memories. Like Are you just too
6: bitter when you're leaving? No, you're not bitter. You're not bitter. I mean. You, on to
4: the next. You, yeah, oh, you, the rain suit's like Gore-Tex? Like, yeah. The, the it's rain, not just like a rubber No, no, overcoat. yeah. It's, the, it's yeah. the
6: pants with yeah. the jacket. Oh, yeah. And so, no, and, but it's got the team logo on it. And all. Damn, so so you're
4: going skiing in that thing. But
6: but that's what I'm saying. You have it, though. Like, you're standing out there watching your, yeah. like your daughter's soccer game. And you're standing out there like it's pouring down rain, and you don't have an umbrella, but you have the rain suit on. You got a hat and your rain suit. You're and, good, and you're good to go. Yeah. Unfortunately for Bennett, their logo at at Green Hill was similar to the Packers one, so I was able to kind of transfer the Packer oh. rain suit for those games to Looked the like you were yeah, like I was clutching that yeah. works yeah, out yeah. beautifully. Yeah.
4: Okay, uh, I, you know I, I just think this is where where Kellen Moore goes to get let go again for a third season in a row possibly ending his run in the NFL Jason Kelsey retired AJ Brown not happy team getting old defense can't bail you out going to be a lot of pressure on that offense in the fourth quarter I I don't I do not see this going well for Kellen Moore Uh, are you buying or selling that Kellen Moore one and done with the turds chief
5: Oh, I'm buying that. Yeah, because I think you could be looking at a lot of overhaul. I mean, this is this is going to be kind of a make it or break it situation, I would imagine, in Philadelphia. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think this could easily this could easily be a one and done situation.
3: I could see being one and done as well. I mean, if they don't win this year, uh, I mean, they were looking at maybe firing Sirianni a year after going to the Super Bowl. I think Doug Peterson, we talked about this earlier, was two years after they made a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl, not even just got there. So I I think this could certainly become a one and done situation for them if it's a bad season. Up next here in the expressway.
6: I'll say this real quick. And I know this Jeff Stoutland, who's the offensive line coach there, good coach. Is a really good coach. And maybe Kellen Moore, you know, maybe maybe this is something that can save him. You get a guy that it's really, though, know, they've got some talent. They've got a players, good offensive line. And they've got a good line, and they've got a really good coach. And it like, can Kellen Moore kind of lean on this guy? Like, okay, I'm going to try and design these plays or think about plays. Better find a center. Well, that, no. And that's, they've, they've got some guys, I think, that they can move around. But you're not wrong. I mean, Cam Jurgens is probably a college right, center. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, they're, yeah. they're, it's he's not a Jason Kelsey. No, and, and there's not many Jason Kelsey. Uh, yeah. There, there's not. Yeah. But the one thing that they do have is they have a legitimate offensive line coach, and that might help Kellen Moore when it's all said and done.
4: Yeah, you have spoken uh, consistently about how it's one of the most important coaching jobs
5: on the entire team.
6: I think it is. I think it's next to your coordinators. I think that's one of the most important.
5: Well, then here's one to keep an eye on. If Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator from the Lions, goes to be the head coach of the Commanders, we got to see if he's bringing his offensive line coach, Hank Fraley, with him. In Detroit, mm-hmm. will 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 Fraley stay well, in Detroit with Campbell, or will well, he head I, on me, to Washington with Johnson?
6: James Campen's out there now. James Campen has been with with Mike McCarthy. Matter of fact, James Campen was with us when I first started in Green Bay in '92 as a player, and he stayed on. I mean, he was a player, and then he became a coach, and then McCarthy he he, he was offensive line coach for McCarthy when the during the Aaron Rodgers years and stuff like that is he a good one? he's a good one
3: he's apparently an undercover agent for the owner there in in carolina is Ooh. what his job was he was snitching Ooh. on well, everything that was going on did you is yeah. that what you heard from him At, there was an athletic article about okay. it yeah
6: so okay Camp, but Campin. but camping he him and him and uh him and mike mccarthy have a long history together
7: mm. and i okay. i don't
6: know i don't know if you would if you tell mike solari that hey you know you, we just got you out of retirement. You know, here's go a year. Interesting. Here's a retirement package. You can go, you can leave, and that they they bring him in. So we'll see.
4: Okay, I need to get to this next one. Got a couple of more stories here in the Expressway. LA Live now about eight and a half minutes away here, GBag Nation. Uh, Cowboys link to Ron Rivera if Dan Quinn leaves. I did say in the opening segment it's not my favorite name. OK, um, I was wrong on McCarthy, though. That was my instant reaction on McCarthy. And I think as disappointing as it was three straight 12 win seasons, it wasn't the worst hire the Cowboys have ever made. It might be the best hire than than Jimmy they've ever made. But, um, you know, I, I think there are some ways this ha- this could go well. You know, you have good defensive personnel. The players love playing for him. The team needs to get tougher. A Ron Rivera defense is going to be tougher than a Dan Quinn defense. Probably, he, you know, he relies more on I think brute strength, and and Dan Quinn's more of a speed guy. Um, you know, I I don't think you're losing huge in the culture department if you bring in Ron Rivera. That's gonna that's gonna be a, a solid. Like, might take him a while, but that's gonna be a, a you know a very solidly coached defense. We're hoping. I think my disappointment comes from we're we're hoping to get somebody that's been an active troubleshooter for the modern offense you know who are the coaches that looked over at what Miami San Francisco and the best offenses in the NFL were doing and didn't say oh I I guess I better get better players who know how to read and react they actually came up with ways to to neutralize what the modern offenses were doing and that's what I would want is there now obviously I'm not selling you guys at all here on this I know we've been down this path but what what's the positive spin Brian if they would go Ron Rivera, can they positive spin it? Would that, Would that? That's obviously not something that's going to get the fan base too excited, is it?
6: No, they're really not. And, you know, the, the only thing that they could positively spin is the fact that, you know, he's a veteran. He was a veteran defensive coordinator. He was a former head coach. They'll spin it in the way that looked with Dan Quinn. Yeah. Know, but Dan, Dan had time off. The best thing that happened to Dan was he was fired early in the season you know, five, six weeks in the season. So he had time to come and like, okay, I need to work on this. You know, it gave him opportunity to clear some things up. And with Ron, I, you know, Ron. It makes
4: a lot of sense, doesn't it? That's the exact kind of move Jerry would do or Jerry well, and Steven would do.
6: It, you know, if, it, it depends on how much respect that Mike McCarthy has for him. You know, to me, if I'm Jerry and Steven, if you're going to give me a veteran former head coach, give me Mike Zimmer. Give me, give me Mike Zimmer, who I have some understanding of, but Mike okay. will bring some toughness to this defense. Mike will bring some accountability. Ron is a very, you know, to talk about a player's coach. Hmm. You know, Ron's very much a, you know, this team needs accountability on defense.
3: Yeah, I mean they've got enough with the player coaches. That's yeah, what Mike, yeah. Mike is.
6: Yeah, this is this is where I'm. If to me, if I'm. If I'm Stephen Jones and Will McClay, and we lose Dan Quinn, and we can't get somebody on the staff, I don't know if anybody on that staff can can do the job that you that you need. But if it was me, and I and I'm looking at Wink Martindale but I'm looking at Mike Zimmer because I already got four three personnel, yeah. And I know that Mike Zimmer, after having some time off, will come back and be an MF for for these guys to have to deal with. And you he's know, and he a tough had, coach. He is tough but he also like i said accountability and the time off probably I heard his name
4: for 2 years
6: yeah well he was like a, uh, to me i i just know i just know the type of guy if you're going to give me the 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 old older yeah. former head coach that was a defensive coordinator guy i'll take him that would be the better of the old retread options yes yeah, and, and
3: i be years now. old now. Mike yeah. Zimmer, 67 yeah. years old. I mean, we're yeah. talking both these guys. They're the last time they were really relevant defensive coordinators. We got to go back, what, 13 years? Yeah. So, I mean, this is probably not the way that you should operate, but it's kind of the way we expect them to operate. I think you could do worse uh, than
4: either one of those two guys. Uh, But dang it, I I don't want to try to have to force a a glass (laughs) half full uh, take on it. Yeah. I want something where the articles are screaming, hey, this guy could be the next great defensive mind giving a team an advantage.
6: Yeah. Well, then, like you were talking about, this is when you go and look at college football, though, too. Yeah, you go look at college, and and you start to if you really want to think outside the box. I love that. Go get one of these guys the like Ravens I know, did with McDon- mentors going look, with mentors Harbaugh. mentors going to Michigan. Harbaugh. I mean, give takes me a, work. give us. me give me a guy that give me a guy that has has seen like how open college football is with these offenses and how you have to stop stop the RPOs yeah. and the big time big play receivers
3: as the well. Thing with the Cowboys, and this is just what's annoying is there's no salary cap for coaches. You see what Steve Spagnuolo is doing with yeah. Kansas City, and every year he's got a badass defense that he's doing less with more, doing more with less, and they're performing in the postseason. Go money whip with Steve Spagnuolo. Is, Get is him Jerry, out of Kansas City.
6: Is, is Jerry generous in any part of his life that you've seen, Ryan? Former players. He's taking care of a lot of former players and stuff like that. I mean, he's it, it, it's a lot of, of Al Davis in him. You know he really does believe in the players more than the coaches.
4: He just seems like such a penny pincher right now. Like he's Walt White stacking up cash in a storage shed somewhere, trying to hand it down to his kids. Yeah, it's like why are you, why are you nickel and diamond? Why aren't you spending big on a coaching staff? What you know? Well,
6: that, remember he's tried to, he tried to tell, he got in a little bit of a, a war, I believe, with Mike McCarthy. Look what happened last year with yeah. that coaching staff. He didn't want to pay. Uh, the offensive line coach two million dollars got rid of that guy
4: that's a good conclusion over yeah. there Tony Romo could learn from you Brian <laughs> yeah. he has, he's not nearly the experienced broadcaster you are though yeah. so we should cut him some slack yeah. Kyrie to miss the fourth straight game tonight with the thumb sprain versus Orlando Luca going off in his absence over the weekend I was highly critical of Luca last week should his explosion
3: serve me a heaping helping of humble pie I mean, it, I don't think it changes any of the things that you criticized him for. We know Luka is amazing. We know he's fantastic. We know he's one of the best scorers in all of the National uh, Basketball Association, right? 73 points. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody that watches Luka on a night-in, night-out basis. I still think some of the fundamental foundation of what you were criticizing him for has cost this team in big moments and in games, and it's something he still has to overall correct.
4: Yeah, I think the thing with Luka for me is I just want to see it consistently you know be be a mofo that's hard to beat every day or at least 9 out of 10
5: right right yeah like he he's he came to play because he was a little bit angry yeah after what happened and yeah. it was like okay i'm i'm actually going to try my my hardest for an entire game
6: kind of team too that has bad defense oh yes that was very fortunate there's no Definitely. question
5: having the hawks there was just what the doctor hawks, ordered hawks are
6: like shaving cream on defense you just kind of go through them you know no, this, no resistance. But I I think a lot of people
4: can relate to that. I I used to get so annoyed, uh, you know, when I was doing my phone sales of the fishing and hunting news in <laughs> Seattle in the mid-90s. Name again? Uh, my name was Jim McCormick.
6: Jim McCormick. There we yeah. go.
4: Hey, Jim. My buddy our, was uh, Bob Hardcastle. Together we were Hardcastle and McCormick. There you go. And we were a dominant sales team. But every show. now and then we'd get in a rut, you know? And the boss would be like, hey, you haven't done jack squat all week, you know? And, uh... Being the young whippersnapper that I was, not an old bitter cynical person, that would scare me, and I'd be like, "Crap! I want to be a good salesman. I better bust my ass." Hungry now, dogs got to eat. Yeah, you know. I think. I think that's. I think so. That's why Jordan was so brilliant, tricking himself into feeling these slights that would make him go prove himself. Luca was exposed as a child, even though he's been playing a man's game since he was literally a child. He is still cognitively a child even though he's, he's you know physically one of the best athletes in the entire world and I think that realization scared him into locking in so he's locked in with his body maybe this is all part of the maturing process uh, Is he, he is in, now in the the final days weeks months hopefully of uh you know being being that uh, the, that guy that he is that leaves us so frustrated uh Dawson has never had a slice of humble pie lol says the 940 <laughs> Wasn't uh, Coach Zimmer with Prime this year? Says the six, seven, eight. I'd heard he was well, going to go up there and help consult. out a little he was bit, just actually. a
6: consultant. Yeah, I don't think he was doing any full officially time. on staff.
8: Yeah. yeah.
4: Whatever the case, it is time now to go into the Pimp Cup, Lucius
8: Alexander, Alexander, and LA Live. Darling, darling, baby, you're my sweet and tender love. I know they hit somebody out there. You know the sun's coming <laughs> yeah, down a little yeah, bit. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. All right, all
9: right, all right.
7: Mm-hmm.
8: Let's get into LA Live right after this. <laughs>
3: Well, well, Alright
9: right, you, you friends, friends
3: time you Fire up this fucking next cow It'll make you dance some
9: of everything <laughs> Everybody get hot Did y'all see Lamor Dan Jackson today? Trash! You ain't played like no MVP Lamar. Y'all had ugly Terrell Suggs out there. Y'all had that cutting Ray Lewis out there, and you played like you was on power, fam. <laughs> then you wanna start throwing the ball to late. Come on, man, that's coaching. Told y'all are going back to the Super Bowl. I told you it. They ain't showing Taylor Swift for nothing. Did you see them up? Did you see them Swift's up there next week? Eating that raisin potato salad? Huh? Pomega cheese sandwiches? The Chiefs get hammered, by. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. I don't want to hear you Raven fan? No motherfucking mo. What you need to do is fix them roads up there and get back in the ring. Uh, get back in the ring, my, my guy. You know what I'm talking about? Javante Day, get back in the ring. Call the Ravens trash. Trash. <laughs>
8: trash up there in Baltimore. This is L.A. Live for January 29th. 2020, folks, them folks are uh, folks. Uh, LA Live is brought to you by Kissable Dental, and they're no bill guarantee, folks. Whoa. Uh, book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey starts today. Oh, yes, it does. Look at that. Oh, yes, it does. It's a fun day Monday here in LA Live. You could be anywhere in the world, but I'm glad you're right here with us, folks. I surely am. G-Bag of the Day, we do it every weekday on the fan at 230 uh, if you see anything floating out there, don't be afraid to hit me up, What you guys have been doing, and I do appreciate that. At Lucky Lucius P on social media, uh, Lucius Alexander on Facebook, or you can follow every last one of us if you find Bag Nation on Twitter, okay? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, our winner right here is the playmaker, Michael Irvin. I wonder if he's in town now. How you doing, playmaker? Probably going to hit up a little bar, then home. Yeah. <laughs> With that sailor hat like last time. Yeah. He was at knockouts. Knockouts, that f- yeah. That fight started. My yeah. man just yes. got his little sailor hat and dipped <laughs> on out of there. It's yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> time, folks. That's it for me, folks. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, Michael Irvin reacts to Travis Kelsey tossing Justin Tucker's warm-up gear out the way, which I really, really love. I wish Travis would have picked it up and threw it like a discus, you know, <laughs> two turns, <laughs> then threw that joint. <laughs> anyway,
3: here was Mike because I was on the field in London prior to the Titans and the Ravens. Ooh, this is cool. And I Kurt would be was there with me too, watching Justin Tucker warm up and he was locked in. I mean locked in. Right. When he was oh, missing, oh. he was swearing, he was working blue. Okay? Like like and I didn't <laughs> want to bother him, you know, I just cuz he was in his own zone. I I didn't see him once. Uh, you know, on the one-yard line in front of Ryan Tannehill while he was warming up Pat wait, and goes. Wait, wait, I didn't see wait, that once so in London. You, let me ask you again. Okay. Where were you guys in? We were in
8: London. And where are they now? At home. And the Kansas City yeah. Chiefs are not. London is not home. Baltimore, it, that stadium is home. Thank Baltimore. you, Rich. You just proved my point. <laughs> said, no way, not here. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. That's what All I'm right. So you're just not going to let this them warm is, they up? They were in London then. They are at home. We earned this. The this fight's already started. We yeah. earned this. We are at home. Take yeah. y'all bus to where we tell y'all to go because y'all are visitors. People don't come into your house and tell you what your <laughs> pots and pans are. You tell them what your <laughs> pots and pans are. So I'm telling you. That, and that's what Justin taught I got to be honest. My pots and pans are here. You get out of here. I got to Let me cook. Look, really? man,
6: let that that's man awesome. cook, bro. That's awesome.
8: Yeah. I want to go to and sit. Right next to Michael Irvin at the bar while he debates someone else. Yes. I want to see that so bad, bro. Let me get my vibes right right here. On a Monday, fundy, Monday. Wonderful. Let's see. All right. You guys familiar with uh, comedian Stravos Halkius? Stravos Halkius, oh, comedian from Baltimore.
5: Yeah. Uh, yes.
9: yes.
5: yes okay. I've been seeing him recently. Yes. He's been
8: popping up. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, right there. Yeah, he went viral last night because, like I said, he's from Baltimore. He was cheering for uh, Edgar Allen Poe's Ravens. <laughs> and it went all bad. I might play some of this for you here. I don't know if I'm going to play the whole thing, but I'll play some of this. Fuck!
9: <laughs> the NFL is rigged, yo. Roger Goodell, I know what you've done.
8: Rogers love the Baltimore accent, bro. I know what bro. you done. All places.
9: I know you fix the Super Bowl. So little girls will watch the Super Bowl. Super late for little girls, Roger Goodell. for a grown man with gambling addictions and drinking problems. They're getting their wages garnished by AutoZone. (laughs) I need this, Roger Goodell. This is all I have. Uh You must surrender yourself to the Baltimore County Police Department tonight or face street justice for your crimes against football. (laughs) I know what you did. I know you put a microchip in that ball so Zay would fumble into the end zone. He would never fumble. He would score a touchdown. I know you paid that cheating-ass ref. I know you paid him everything on us and nothing on the Chiefs. I've seen the Reddit that proves that he's actually Patrick Mahomes' dad's cousin. Mahomes? Yeah. (laughs) I want that cheating-ass ref to know. Never mind, I don't want him to know nothing. (laughs) You, Patrick Mahomes, why are you so good? Yeah. Do you want to keep playing football so you don't have to hang out with your annoying-ass wife? (laughs) That bitch looks like a mouse that yells at waiters. Travis, Kelsey, you get the vaccine and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. Convenient, yeah? Convenient. Yeah. Tabitha, baby, take me back. I ain't got the money, baby. Let's put a mortgage on your mom's trailer, okay? Okay. Cal Ripken Jr., Jr. cannot grow up without a dad. My bookie's going to chop my p*** off. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
5: that's good. Just take the kneecaps, man. That's so good.
8: Yeah. Uh not everybody is upset like that though. You hear Patrick Mahomes pops? Oh. oh he like wasn't you. smoking on that Joe Burrow. Oh, but so he good. still had a cigar. Talking me, he had like a secret blend going on in his cigar. Yeah. He's feeling real good. I'll give you a second.
2: How a second. How excited How are are you? I got a special blend. I'm very excited, man. I mean uh Going back to another Super Bowl, you know, it's, it's more than anybody could even imagine. So I'm just happy.
3: How proud are you? Uh, yeah, that's there you up. go. We need more of
5: him. He was he was uh, turning up with the, some of the Ravens fans. He was. Taking some shots. Yeah. Good time. Anything
8: to not be in that booth. Yeah. With Kelsey anything, dude. Yeah. yeah, he said, I hope not. Yeah, when they asked anything him. to not be in that booth with Kelsey and his girlfriend. Plus, I love... That Kelsey and his girlfriend is making everybody so upset. Yeah, I do too. Every time this flashes on That's them, true. like, oh, people's gonna be mad. Let me look at the timeline. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah,
8: yeah. We're I it, the bro. game. Yeah. It's the feminization. we really football. <laughs> I, I love fun. it, bro. Let men be mad. What a trigger. <laughs> uh, LA Live, GBAG Nation 1053 The Fan. How do you feel about people taking the type two diabetes drug Ozempic for weight loss, folks? <laughs> How do you feel about that? I would be nervous. You f-
0: for, you're nervous. nervous for them.
8: Yes. Okay, I understand that side effects. I yeah. I, I definitely think about the side effects. Mm-hmm. Do you but, think it's cheating the grind? Um, man, it's so
4: it's so hard. You yeah. Know? I, I I've been I've been trying so hard. You wilding. <laughs> I've been trying so hard to. Um, You know, to to cut back. And as you get older, it's harder and harder to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody's got their weird challenges with that. Yeah. You know, whether
8: it's from uh, wherever. Sure. So, hey, whatever you got to do, if it's working. Yeah. You know? Uh, what if somebody had, like, drastic weight loss? And you ask, man, what you been doing? It's just like, ah, oh, just running, you know, eating right, mm-hmm. drinking water. But really, oh. hey, on the Olympic, do you feel they've had cheated you right there in that moment, guys? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I feel like they lied
3: to me. I mean, they're cheating the people with diabetes that actually need the medicine. How about that part? Because there is a shortage. There is a shortage. Oh, no. Of the
8: medication because all of the darn celebrities and all the people that can afford it are getting the medication. Oprah Winfrey says she's taking the stuff. Uh, yeah. The way she says it, I feel like she might have some stock in it. Oh. Nothing's never been better for me. I mean, <laughs> I suggest everyone just take it. It's a wonder. Does it right? really I'd be work, work it? Even Does if it you don't need work? to lose weight, oh, it it's works. working, bro. It's oh, shredding way. Yeah, 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 it's working. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Osborne's taking it. Tracy Morgan, Amy Schumer. She's like a little cabbage patch doll in the face. Mm. I wonder is if she's going to slim her face out, or she's going to be thin everywhere else except her face. A... <laughs> <It's a> good <laughs> yeah, question. How, how's the drug work? Is it is it like speed? I I don't know. I don't know. I think it stops you from, uh, it's a diabetes drug, right? So I don't don't know, man. Like
5: it suppresses your
8: appetite, I I guess. Appetite suppression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think it's like a a drug feeling kind of vibes. Uh, Anthony Anderson, Jessica Simpson. Whoa. Oh. Hello. I like a thick Jessica Simpson, by the way, I do.
6: And Mark Wahlberg. What? Yeah, I've seen. That? That's cheating the system. Cheating the grind. Yeah. Cheating no, the
9: grind.
3: Mark, Mark stop.
8: No, but the thing is, I mean,
3: he works it, out. Though, I was about right? to say he's
5: grinding his balls off. He's no. just Look trying to get that. that last that last one percent. I ain't Come mad on. at that either. We anyway, saw you,
8: you a pain
3: and Gain. game. You don't need that.
8: Yeah, but he is cheating the grind a little bit right there. Well, the internet is trying to tell us that Fifty Cent's. Uh, oh. Yeah, the recording artist, entertainment mogul, Fifty Cent is now taking Ozempic. He says he is not. Listen to. They were talking about weight loss. I was in the gym. I was working the f- out, man. They gonna say it's Ozempic. I was running. I was running. I was doing what I had to do. You see me on top. I ran around. I lost. I was 253 pounds. I came down. I'm um, 210 right now, right? <sighs> Al, so how you feel about it? It's a lot of weight, my man, shook mm-hmm. off. Now the photos of them saying that he probably lost the weight via Ozempic is because he kind of looks lean, like you know, 50s buff, bro. Yeah, right. Right. He kind of looks real lean right The there. muscle mass yeah. really,
5: really left. Yeah. And then he made old. this
8: statement right here. That that could be true. Yeah. Uh, but he made this statement right here. And if you know anything about 50 Cent and you follow him, you can't believe a damn thing he says. I'm sorry. You. you just can't believe. You can't believe a damn thing he says. The man trolls a lot. Sometimes you can <laughs> tell when he's telling you the truth. Yeah. Most of the time you can. not He trolls a lot. Mm. And he's oh. a businessman. He's a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. He's the hip hop artist that cried wolf. Vitamin
4: <laughs> water, bro. <laughs> Took it to the moon. Oh, it looks man. like just like little stomach yeah. problems. There's not like sleeplessness or something. Cause whenever I see diet pill, I think, well that's just
8: that's just mess. Little you stomach problems. <laughs> so while researching yeah. this, some lady says she didn't take a proper poo for like a month. Ooh. Maybe over a month. Just pellets.
4: Okay, 5 to 9% of people doing this are getting vomiting,
8: 8%
4: diarrhea, 6% pain, and 3 to 7% constipation.
8: See, there's a constipation. And another one said diarrhea for weeks. So bad that they had to leave work and then started bringing extra clothes to work. It's not good. Okay, this now
4: reminds me of of the (laughs) Olean oil in the late 90s. It was a diet oil they were making chips with. And I was like, let me try these diarrhea for three straight days. Yeah. <laughs> they had these chips that were like, oh, it's, it's diet oil. It's going to be amazing for you. And they were only in the stores for like six months.
8: Well, Zipic is it, out it,
4: here,
5: it, folks. If you're la- struggling. Laxative chips. It is basically. out here. Yeah. Yeah. And people out. are working yeah. it. And
8: I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the side li- I mean, not sidelines, side effects could do for you in the future. I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. you will look good in the moment.
4: I mean, if you have type 2 and you're struggling
8: with your sugar and your weight,
4: probably worth it.
8: Yeah. You know? Yeah. 100%. LA Live, G Bag Nation, 105.3 The Fan. It's a fun day Monday. TikTok food critic Keith Lee is in town. He's in DFW right now, folks. let Keith. People in Fort Worth are saying, come on over here to Fort Worth. Everything doesn't have to be in Dallas. See, what this man does, goes down to restaurants that are maybe the hypest restaurants in your city, yep. or he may go to the low-key spots that mm-hmm. people don't even really know about and bring attention to them. Mm-hmm. If he shows up to your spot, and it's a good review, yeah. oh, you're booming. Oh, oh, baking cakes, baby. We booming. Like the diners, d-
4: drive-ins, and dives guy. Yeah. Triple D. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a burger spot during another day, another burger. Line out the door. See? Yeah. Everybody's just chatting about the show. That's how it yeah. goes. That was
8: cool. Yep. Keith Lee has 16 million followers on TikTok, 1.8 on Instagram. Over the weekend, Keith uh. Lee posted his first reviews. Asking what restaurants he should visit here in Dallas, and he did it so far. I mean, there's going to be more. He's going to be here for a while, apparently. But he went to Thunderbird Pies near White Rock Lake. You guys ever heard of Thunderbird Pies? I have not. Neither have I. Until now. Neither have I. That's why I don't have his review. It wasn't a beautiful review, but he said most of that was his opinion, so he didn't dog the place out. But he also went to one of my favorite places, Terry Black's Barbecue over there There in Deep Ellum. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, let's listen to Keith Lee break down his uh, experience at uh Terry Black's. Hey, well, this is Keith Lee. No, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but this brisket,
8: though,
0: now time for ratings. The original sausage was pretty good, it was just sausage, but it's a high quality casing, in my opinion. And I could tell it smoked and it got a good snap to it. The original sausage, I give a 7.5 out of 10. The jalapeno cheddar, I was not a fan of at all. It covered my mouth with cheese, grease, and a very, very overpowering meat flavor. And I personally didn't like it. Why not? Okay, so the sausage is good.
6: Yeah,
8: the cheese jalapeno thing—he's not, not a good. fan. Uh, not good. Okay.
6: Does he do a review from a car? He yes, does a review he does from the car. the car. Okay. He does, okay. He does everything takeout.
8: Yeah, and he gets everything takeout, and you don't not—you don't know it's him. Oh. Okay. He gets like his family or something like that, or friends like, to go get the food. So you won't like
6: be it. like, "Oh, it's Keith
0: Lee. Let me treat you a little bit different."
6: Oh, I like no, this. No, no, no. Like he this. wants to
0: be anonymous. The turkey was extremely moist and high quality. I'm a fan of that. And I can see that being really good on the sandwich. 7.9 out of 10. The brisket was a highlight of the show for me. It was yes. smoky. It was peppery. It was mesquite wood. It tastes like, I could be wrong, but it tastes like mesquite wood. And if it's not mesquite wood, whatever wood they used was really strong. And I'm a fan. 8.5 out of Wait a I, minute. Hold on. What is that? <laughs> it was hold strong on and I'm a fan. But this is a food review. What is it? yeah. <laughs> if it's not mesquite wood, whatever wood they used was really strong and I'm a fan. Eight point five out of ten. Okay. The cornbread, which is cornbread, but it was on the drier side. And when I say on the drier side, if this moist and this dry, I'm like here. But that being said, two point five out of ten. How Last but at least, the mac and cheese. Not a fan of it all. It just tastes mm-hmm. like a salty wet noodle. And excuse my description, but that's just my personal opinion. One out of ten.
8: Wow. Oof. So you he's not a fan of the sides over there at the barbecue joint, but you he know. definitely loves the
3: paws meat. Yeah, loves the meat.
8: Loves the meat. That's the best thing he down had there. So much blocks. mac
3: and cheese too. I mean, he's got that big family style tub. Yeah. And the poor thing didn't like it.
8: They give you a lot. He might be going to Babes, Chicken Neck's, oh. Okay. No. So Auntie Ari's Kitchen. I don't know, man. Just be on the lookout. If you own a spot, Keith Lee might be out there ordering. So treat every customer the same right now. You don't know where he's at. Oof. Keith Lee is like Batman in the city, bro, when it comes to food.
4: Dude, so all you get to do for a couple of <laughs> weeks is cruise
3: around the
4: Dallas popular spots, eat it, review it. Millions of people watching.
3: Yeah. Yep. He's built himself a following. People are it. now ordering in Keith Lee's name, hosting <laughs> it, and they're getting like more food, oh, more no! portions. That's brilliant. Man, yeah. That's brilliant. You can't trust
8: nobody. That's brilliant. Can't trust nobody. Alexander, was that you on the jumbo trying at the Mavs game Saturday? Sure, in the hell was, bro. I yeah. didn't even yeah. expect that right there. Yeah, I definitely dropped the OS, too, in front of everybody's family and friends. I dropped Did the Did they get OS. you with the kiss cam or? No, okay, Hilarious. Flex cam, right? Flex cam? Hilarious, but I was getting a little nervous when the kiss cam was going around. I was like, hey, man, oh, no, man. <laughs> 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 let's put a chair in between us, fam.
0: <laughs>
8: All right, Lord, within the creek. Don't rise. That's my time. See you boys tomorrow. Holla. There he goes. L.A. Live
4: every night, 540. Here it's the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Yeah, okay, when we come back here, Nation, we're heading for the 6 o'clock segment here on your home of the World Series Champions. Fan Fest was incredible over the weekend. The fans' coverage was outstanding. And uh, our show Friday was so much fun to be down there and get to talk with those guys again before they head off to spring training. We have updates on the injured pitchers and who's next in the Hall of Fame as we get a proper round tripper. We'll go around the bases coming up next
2: here on 105.3 The Fan.